Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. All right. We. How you been, man? I am excellent. <laughs> Sorry about... to interrupt your Spider-Man. Oh, it's it's actually Miles Morales. It's the more woke Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's amazing. That's cool. It says, it says Kelly and it says game. Kelly and John. Is John there? No, John is not here. I just haven't really. I didn't really know what I was doing. I still don't know what I'm doing on how to make podcasts, but I just, I just keep doing them just because <laughs> I'm an idiot. I think. At the very least, it, it, it sparks good conversation because when you when you texted me and said you wanted me to interview you about the Utah Boys Ranch, <laughs> I thought I thought. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about that. Yes. yes. Awesome. That's what I wanted to hear, man. Because well, I, I don't know. It's just like I was I was in the shower with Alicia and I was like telling her like all the shit. And she's like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> you should make a podcast about that. Like, that's fucking how is that place still in business? I, like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, and I don't, I don't think I ever, I don't think I had the full experience because it was all very surreal when you would explain it to me. And, and at the time you were explaining to me, I was what, 17, you know, 16, 17. I'm like, oh yeah, that seems totally normal. Uh, <laughs> right. Because it's just, it's just like the television shows that I watch where kids are taken to boot camps and, and right. yeah, no, it was, it was, it was very odd. Um, yeah. So it's a good subject to talk about. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, and you've dodged me so many other times on other podcast topics, so I'm glad this one at least got you hooked so I can at least get you on a podcast. Everyone, this is Josh. He is one of my best friends of uh, my entire life, and uh, he he's a nerd like me. Oh, for, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how do, you, how do you want me to – how do you want me to start? I think we should start by by – setting the stage as far as like it was now now this is my memory now your memory might be a little different as far as like where the timeline but i have this grouping of memories about the time where you just essentially disappeared and then and then yeah and then uh and then when you essentially reappeared and <laughs> and, and there's there's this big space in between and i don't even remember how long it was i know it was it there was, was a Lake Powell trip in the middle of that somewhere. Yeah. So my memory, and then again, correct me if I'm wrong, is it's sophomore year, two thousand what two, right? I think I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. You are you were currently driving the the Mazda pickup. Yep. Right. Uh, attending bonfires out on Forty First. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the Mazda stuck. Hey, that was fun. It was fun, and and it worked out. Um, <laughs> we were in Mrs. Broderick's geometry class. Oh, I think you're right. Okay. Wow, this is good memory. Okay. Uh, Not smoking proven today. Yeah, so we were in Mrs. Broderick's geometry class together. We were also, in the mornings, 
very early in the morning. And, and tell me if this was even earlier. This might have been earlier. This might have been freshman year when we were still going to Mormon seminary school at six in the morning. You went to that? Yes. Why? Well, there were Mormon girls there. <laughs> and it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was somewhere to go. And because you, you came and picked me up in the mornings, bright and early, like it was like 530 in the morning, you'd come to my house. And you'd like honk the horn at the gate and I'd go and walk down <laughs> and it was super out of your way, but you'd still do it. Cause you're a good friend. Oh dude, I would fucking die for you. Bro. It's so, awesome. so, and I can't remember, I don't think that was a Fiero situation. I think that was a Mazda pickup truck situation. Yeah, no, Fiero was, was, I think after, was that, I think that was even after the mission. Oh no! No, the Fiero was pre that because because I remember you and I going up to Seattle to pick it up. That's right. Yeah. So okay. So 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 it was a Mazda. It was a Mazda pickup. Possibly even when your dad was letting you occasionally drive like the the three hundred or whatever it was. The three fifty Z. I was banned on that, but I did drive the Suburban a lot. The Chrysler. Oh yeah, you did drive the the Suburban, but I'm talking about the three hundred M. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Who, who knew that would turn into the world's biggest drug dealer car? <laughs> I'm slinging, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's yeah. how I remember it. And, okay. And so I remember um, there being a conversation between you and me about finding some weed and smoking it after school. And we had that conversation in Mrs. Broderick's class. And I think she overheard us and that ended up with her calling someone's parents. It wasn't mine because I never heard anything about it. So it was yours. And then not too long after that, you disappeared. <laughs> wow. That's, you know, that's, that's information to me. I didn't even know that. Well, wow, we, we, we've, we've talked about that before. Cause we were trying to figure out the, the, they may be not related it might not huh. be related yeah i always uh, thought I got sent off there because i was going to create a divorce between my mom and my dad and i got pseudo arrested for joyriding in my sister's car oh so. see i don't know anything about that tell me about that uh yeah z and i got pulled over because i blew through a stop sign at, over by uh black lake okay and uh they had to come and pick me up at like two in the morning and they refused to take Z home. So he had to take a ride home in a cop car and he got in big trouble. And didn't talk to me for a while. After that. Gotcha. What were you doing out at Black Lake? Uh, I don't know. I was just like, Z, let's go for a ride. He was like staying the night at Brian's and I just got this like wild hair up my ass because I wanted to drive because I was like 15. I thought it was like super cool didn't have a license and z was staying the night over at brian layman's house and uh he didn't want to go but then he was like uh okay guy i guess i'll do it and uh, we just because i grew i like when we first moved to washington um we had a, a house in black lakes so we're like let's just go check out the nostalgia or something i don't know we were just stupid and then i completely <laughs> moved to the top side. And yeah, got pulled over right there. At the so if you didn't have a license, that had to have been way earlier because you had a license when you went to the boys ranch. 
from what I remember, because you were yeah. running, you were rolling around in the in the Mazda. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was just a combination of uh, not taking my weekly sacrament, staying home, getting grounded, watching the 49ers. <laughs> uh, um, my, I know I th- my I know we were on a family vacation at some point, and my mom's like, "We are turning this shit around because we weren't doing well for some reason." And uh, at one point, mom was like. It's either him or me, and it's not me or something. <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of a dick and uh, didn't really have much empathy for uh, my parents and their beliefs, and so I just <laughs> yeah, I was a bit abrasive. And so I think it was just it was some rehabilitation, but more just like getting me the fuck out of there and maybe starting fresh is is my theory i don't i don't really know what it all what what caused it all okay so they so so the stage is set you you don't you don't get along with parents and there's always you know my mom always said that they'll if if they just gotten you a dog the whole thing would be fine (laughs) that's not a terrible idea no, that was that was always my mom's thing. Well, if they just get Kelly a dog, he'll be fine. I'm like, okay, yeah. I freaking love your mom, dude. <laughs> I looked up to her so much. I was always jealous of the, of the relationship you had with your parents, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, Josh does his stuff, but, you know, Josh gets everything. Like, <laughs> hey, I got bumps, mom. Can I stay home? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't have have any hardline religious stuff going on, and there was a little bit of that. And then you had you had a little bit of a shadow with Ashley, because you know Ashley could do no wrong. And then there's Kelly. <laughs> she was sweet. <laughs> and then there's Kelly. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so stage is set, right? So yep. Then you just disappear in my world, and I go, "Well, where's where's Kelly?" And I, I found out somehow. I don't know whether I called your parents or I went over to your parents' house or. Or they, they might even have called me and told me after it was done because obviously we hung out constantly. So it was surprising yeah. that you were just gone. Um, <laughs> so so you, you've told me the story and, and, and this is the way you've always told it is that they just showed up in the middle of the night or, or whatever, pulled you out of bed and just took you. So I want to hear, yeah. hear that story, how that, how that looked, what it looked like, like specifically. Well, um, yeah, it was like four, four in the morning and, or maybe like four thirty in the morning, something like that. Yeah. I was like in my boxers and they like, dad turned on the light. He was like, Kelly H, I got some people here. Uh, got something to tell you. Uh, oh, okay. And there's like two like grown ass man, just like almost flexing on me. It's like. We're here from the Utah Boys Ranch, and we're assigned to take you to the Utah Boys Ranch. You're gonna go there, and I was like, "Fuck, I am." <laughs> like, well, actually, you are. Uh, your parents are your guardians, and that's what they've chose what's best for you, and and that's where you're going. And I was like, uh, "Actually, I'm not." And he's like, he like fucking ripped off the blankets, fucking put me in a chokehold. And said, yeah, you're fucking going or I don't know. I don't think he swore or whatever, but it was made physically clear to me that I had no choice in the matter. 
and that I was going, and I had no, ch- I, 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 it was happening. Okay. And so I put on some clothes, and like my heart fucking sank, and I was just like, I cannot fucking believe this shit. And I flipped off my dad and didn't look back and just just left. And we like went on some airplane. On the way over there, I started asking questions about what the fuck this place actually is and found out it's like to be there for a minimum of six months, which fucking freaked me out. But then could stay there longer depending on situations and if I'm behaving correctly and all this other crap. And uh, I get there and then they just drop me off and they drive off. They're like... They weren't even like um, Boys Ranch dudes. They're just like people that Boys Ranch hires out to like bring in all these fools. And apparently I didn't put in much of a fight because a lot of these other dudes had way cooler stories than I did. We like, they would sucker punch these kids. And there, there's actually some pretty athletic kids coming through. So apparently I'm a weakling, but. That's another story. Once I actually got there, they shaved my head, put me back in the exact same T-shirt. And for a week straight, I was just on this thing called like work crew. And um, I was in a green shirt and like camel pants or something stupid. And it it was like wintertime or something. All we did was like push ups and move frozen rocks outside and get yelled at. And the whole time my freaking shirt was itching that entire week, never met my clinician or anything like that. And it was just like doing like BS service crap. Okay. The entire time. Okay. So I have, I, I've generated a ton of questions just, just for that portion of the incident. All right, let's do it. Prior, prior, prior to, Kelly H, there's some dudes here. That so like the night before, what what is that night like? Is that normal? Normal dinner. Was there no. any incident that you no. remember? Any incident that week before? Uh, well, I don't know. There was always like fighting. There, there was always an incident, but like no like knockdown, drag out, like ridiculousness that had happened. No, no, I don't know. I. I don't know if they just knew I was watching porn and like I, they just never talked to me about it or some shit like that. Cause you had to like go out into the kitchen, turn on the computer, put a blanket over it so that they didn't hear the modem, you know, the, <laughs> and then the light would like shine through their bedroom and maybe they just gave up. I don't really know, but you know, nothing, nothing crazy. I don't know. Okay. It's expensive shit. So I don't know. I mean, important and planned i guess okay now the it was two dudes two two yoked dudes two yoked dudes what are they wearing and this is not like this is not <laughs> this is not getting sexual i just want to know yeah what, what uh no it was like black with like a button-up uh polo and then another dude with a button-up polo and like a fleece vest about sleeves and he was white and they're both like six foot, maybe six one, and definitely over two hundred pounds. Not fat. And 
it just yeah just two monsters i mean to for me for yeah. You, yeah well for me too i mean just even sound yeah, yeah those are big dudes and they're yeah. like you're coming with me yeah and i did <laughs> what is, what what is that car ride like just to the airport oh dude i was so i i i, I just didn't say anything at first i just like we rode from uh sunrise heights mm-hmm. to SeaTac airport uh-huh and i don't think i said shit until the exit and i was like i gotta pee and then they like they stopped it. It's not even. It was like a seventy six, but like the exit that you took to get on the SeaTac, there's a gas station right there on on the left, mm-hmm. and it's like changed like twice. And I don't even know what it is, but they had to follow me into the bathroom because I'm like a flight risk or whatever. Right. And they had to like look at my penis while I was trying to pee, and I couldn't fucking pee because I was fucking nervous. And then I had to like turn on the water. For me to like pee and i still couldn't pee and i had to like turn and then just like breathe and then like two minutes later like super weird shit i finally i like really had to fucking pee but i was like really fucking nervous at the same time and uh it was just dumb it was just it was just so i mean they had a conversation together what what are they talking about i'm dying to know about these guys because this is their job right this is not the first this is not their first rodeo they, they're getting paid to do this <sighs> bro i don't even remember it was like i don't think they were good buddies i think they're just like associates and i think they were like trying to give me some like pep talk shit but i just wasn't fucking happy right okay so like they're, they're they went from hard to to all right, you're good, bro. You can do this, bro. Like that kind of stuff. That was more once we landed and they were driving me over. That was kind of okay. more than what happened there. Okay, what's the flight like? Uh, quiet. I didn't. I just didn't have anything to fucking say. It was. I mean, I, I had a couple questions about like, what am I doing? Where am I going? Why am I doing this shit? And it was all just like general spiel, like West right. Jordan, Utah. They have a school. You're gonna do all the shit there. It's for troubled kids. Some, you know, some people are quartered. Some people are, um, you know, just sent by their parents. It's they keep saying it's like this nice place. You'll be totally fine. Blah 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 blah. So they know about it. So they're 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 they've done this for that particular school before. So they yeah, know but enough they about it. To, I, but. I, when I was the six months I was there, I saw those guys. Actually, I only saw one of those guys like twice, and he was literally there to drop some kid off. Okay, so that's their job. That's, yeah, that's their job. Okay, okay. So you get, so you land, and and you know, early two thousand. Well, no, this is this is like after September eleventh. Like no weird looks of these these two dudes like dragging this kid through airport security. Bro, I had blinders on, man. I was so fucking pissed. Okay. I, I don't even know. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, like, I went like full existential at that point. Right, right. Okay, so you're blacked out. <laughs> pretty <laughs> that, much. That, that, whole, that whole time, okay. Oh, pretty much, dude. My parents were dead to me, bro. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you get there. And you shave your head, give the, the, green, the green shirt was the bad shirt, right? 
Right. And then yeah, the blue exactly. shirt, because I, I think I have two of those shirts still. Because you brought because <laughs> you brought That's them back awesome. for me. <laughs> I don't know where they are, but I, I think I, I think I saw them during a move sometime, and I was like, oh yeah, that place. Amazing. <laughs> Well, because I wore them to school when you brought them back. I would wear them to school. Oh, that's right. That's... (laughs) Because I was like, oh, this is badass. (laughs) So you're a green shirt. Yeah, you got it. Because, yeah, it was was work crew, was camel pants, green shirt. And then once you started school, it was denim, jeans, and a green shirt. And then once you, like, behaved correctly and you were doing all your shit like after like a month you got to be a blue shirt okay and, and then you and had this was during this, other crap. this was during the school year right because yeah. yeah it was during the school year so you were mid sophomore year right had yeah to, had to have been and then okay okay now yeah all right so you get there you, you, did you immediately start classes or you just were on work no. crew? Yeah. Well, yeah, for, yeah, for like a week, it was like straight work crew. And finally, like my clinician was new and uh, her name was Amy Whitaker. And I, I think, yeah, she was like one of like the new people there or something like that. Like I, I, I don't, I may have been one of like her first clients or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just called the Utah boys ranch, like maybe four or five months ago, something like that. And now she's like the head lead clinician over there. And I just, I thought she, she was always cool to me. I never had a problem, but when she finally met me there, when I was on work crew, I like asked for like a t-shirt and a shower because like I've been itching for like a week and like she was pissed off and she like pulled the work crew people aside and, I think one of the dudes got in pretty big trouble because uh, that was, that shit was fucked up. But um, yeah, well, right, like literally right after that complaint, I was off work crew and I was put into my 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 pod, my D pod home. Okay. And what did that look like? So so the pods were interesting. Um, and A through F pod. I'm sure there's more now, but it kind of it was like around this like camp like grass campus with like sidewalks cutting through and a big American flag in the middle of it. And then on the other side, in like in the middle of the houses was a church and behind that was like a baseball field. And then like the, the cafeteria and the school and the clinician crap was all on the other side towards the road or whatever. And I was, I think I was putting D pad. I think the guy's name was Hal, but anyway, there was like eight kids there and, uh, there was like maybe maybe more maybe 10 12 i don't really know but then so we had two or a couple that was like running day shift and then there was like a dude that ran night crew and i just like i showed up there and i think i had to like process in like the next day mm-hmm. or whatever but then I, I was like in school like or like basically that day or like the next day right after i was Uh, So then, like, everything changed at that point. I was still wasn't allowed to talk or whatever Uh um, unless I was, like, spoken to. Right. I was basically – so, like, I think the typical day was, like, I think we got up at, like, 6 in the morning and did all of our morning crap. And I I think we walked to school for breakfast 
did all that crap and then everyone got divvied up for school and i think we did that till like two three o'clock lunches and crap we prayed between all the meals and prayed before each class lesson and um we we're always like we were always like it was like one it was like a one hallway school Mm -hmm. and like they had like everyone like there was always people watching and we always had to line up you know do head count and all this other crap um and then like go go ahead no, oh, so I'm, I'm thinking. So this campus is this is this is this campus surrounded by like, you know, uh, an eight foot chain link fence with razor wire. I mean, what no. kind of? No, is, it's it was fields. Okay. Yeah, up on West Jordan, Utah. Um, just kind of. I wouldn't even call it the rural rural part of West Jordan. Just like the fringe, or at least it was, and we were just surrounded by fields. So. Um, yeah, there was like some like Dannon facility factory over there. And then like on the other, like, I think it was like northbound. It was just like maybe a mile, two miles of fields of just like, it was really just dirt. And, um, yeah, we had people that tried to run every once in a while. Cause yeah. like, when, cause we would go to, we'd go to our, back to our pods, do our homework, do our, do our dinners, we would go back to the cafeteria for the dinners, come back, and then, like, we would have, like, recreational time where we would play, like, foosball or read books or there's no video games or movies or anything like that except for on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we just – we were allowed to play cards for, like, a month or two, and then, like, the Mormon church said something about it being, like, part of the devil or something like that, so they took that away. That sounds about right. And yeah, and then so then I was like eight, eight o'clock. It was lights out, mm-hmm. and so we just like we weren't tired, but we had to be in a room. And so and then they would have these. Usually, like the the night crew guy, he would start his rounds, and so they would all go around checking each and every window to do like a body count to make sure no one was running, right? Or or you know you know they were safe or whatever that, whatever it was. And so we used to get, we used to know the round and, you know, we'd usually have like 15 minutes or something like that before they'd come back. And so we would always get, well, for the first couple of months, we would gather up in, in someone's room and we would do these like huffing exercises where we would like exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, like in like going back and forth, like as we were sitting down and then we would grab our necks, like breathe in heavily and grab our necks. And we would like, passed out or almost out and like go meet jesus for like 20 seconds or whatever that was really fun wholesome Um, that sounds wholesome oh yeah no yeah we 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 always had a good time (laughs) so they were Um, checking on you now were you you didn't have a room to yourself but no no uh -uh. i think there was like rarely ever any kids were allowed to be by themselves and then I know a lot of kids got caught masturbating, like by these night crew people. Right. Um, but, and they like got in trouble or whatever. But what's the punishment for that? Uh, you, you blue shirt to a green shirt, green shirt to work crew. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then their clinicians get called. And I don't it's all a bunch of horseshit, if you ask me. Right. So these clinicians. So are they? Who who are they? Are they? Um, 
are they psychiatrists or are they just people assigned by the the Mormon church or and this is all Mormon right this is all yeah I don't see I, I don't know okay I know that Amy was cool and I think she had like she was like fresh out of college or something like that and I think I think they had some legitimacy I don't know how much honestly mm. I, and I didn't really care right to be honest um, but they they weren't like it I know it wasn't just like elderly mormons telling us what to think you know they had they they had gone through some training and and all that other stuff but i don't know it was still awkward and weird so did you have did you have like appointments where you would sit down like like a psychiatrist or something and and and... Uh, yeah we had like a weekly uh, as far as i know we had three weekly visits one solo visit with with the therapist one group therapy session and then you had like one like weekly visit with like a they called them like missionaries and they were like elderly couples that would try and talk to all the kids as well Mm -hmm. and then i think after that it was just uh just like school stuff or they did did like some activities over there as well like we had PE and basketball. They had basketball. They had like they can play. They played against other teams. We I went on like one camping trip, something like that. But, so there's like intramurals, essentially. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so, um, is it all? Was it all very militaristic? Yes or no, sir. Um, what we what we call bracing in the hallway, like a, a instructor walks by and you have to stand, you know, at attention oh, as they the walk by. Guys, oh my, yeah. When it was the weekend guys, yeah, they like they just got off on the yelling at the children. Uh, most most of the, if you were not a behavioral issue mm-hmm. and you did your shit, then it usually wasn't too bad. Like. You know, it was way, way more structured than like high school, obviously. Right. But yeah, most, I mean, there was, you know, the occasional breathing down your neck crap, but um, it was, it was just, you know, stay in line, go straight to your other, there's always like parents or, or adults like out there watching to make sure you're doing your stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just more like kids that were out of line. They would get pulled out of class, or you know, have to do push-ups. And if, you know, some some adults were like really into it, and some adults were it was just their job, and they just wanted people to just get along and all that other stuff. Luckily, my my pod was cool. Like, he was like yeah, well, you're fine. You know, the you're uh, in a situation. And and the actual classes was that very in line with like regular high school or was it just um it was a weird combination of regular high school mixed with dumbed down for dumb kids mixed with mormonism okay because you you are dealing with probably a little bit of the lowest common denominator right uh yeah yeah that's 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 fair um so like the other kids that are there what are, what are they because you sit in a group with them right so you hear some of their problems oh yeah oh i learned a lot <laughs> so what what were some of the other <laughs> problems that were there yeah i didn't i mean there was a i mean it, there were so many like there was kids that like had like 
legit like fecal alcohol syndrome issues. There was, you know, bipolar. Uh, there was like manic depressive. Uh, like, like like a lot of like actual like mental mental health stuff. They had like kids that was uh, cuddles. Um, there was like people that like to steal stuff. You know, the meth heads, uh, heroin. Uh, big, you know, a lot, a lot of pot users, you know. Right. And then, like, people that got mixed in the wrong crowd, you know, some people that stole cars. Um, just the whole gamut. If I were to describe the average person there, it would just be like a pussy ass, stubborn Mormon kid that ain't going to do shit in the real world. Uh. But, but that was the average person. And then you, and then there was all the others on the, on the outskirts, on the outskirts. Uh, where did you fall? Um, I wanted to like seem cool and all that stuff, but <laughs> it was, I don't know. I mean, I definitely, some, I mean, some of these kids had like lives, like, <laughs> they were in gangs, they got into fights, they stole cars, they had these stores. I don't know how glorified their stories were, but their glorified stories were a lot bigger than my glorified stories. So. I don't really know. Um, and then there was just, then there was just some kids there that just like were really privileged and their parents were like really rich and they just were really worried about little Tommy and they just had to go, but they were like pretty chill. You know, I would describe myself as pretty chill and pretty understanding right. and happened to just be in a shitty situation. Well, and, and that was always my question with the thing, because to that point, I didn't ever see, like, I saw the same, the same bullshit with you and your parents ever since we were in first grade, right? Like, you never, I mean, it was never like, it it was never big enough to think that you had like a severe issue that you needed to be shipped off to boot camp for, right? Like, I mean, that's the, that's the common uh, belief among friends and people I've told this about. Like, what the hell? You know, whatever. Well, but it was really out of out of left field. Right. Like, yeah, I knew I knew you partied. I knew you smoked weed. I like but it wasn't like you were still at school on on a, a regular basis. You weren't absent. You were there. You, you know, maybe you didn't have the best grades, but you still passed your classes. You know, I, yeah. I don't I don't know you know, whether they, the expectation was so high um, that because you didn't quite meet that expectation, they panicked or, or if they just, or if you'd done something to just piss them off so bad. And yeah, I mean, combination of things, honestly. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, my mom and dad, like legitimately hardcore actually, Still believe in the Mormon religion, like hook, line, and thinker. So, like, right. this is like it's totally on character for them if they like legit like care and they like they basically gave up. You know, just like, well, we can't do it. Maybe someone else can. Right. And, and this was their way of showing that they cared. That that's kind of the best way that I've had to to chalk it up to because I was done. I was like, you guys are a bunch of idiots. I'm, you know, I'm done. You know, I'm done with your beliefs. I'm done with your strict protocols. It's all a facade anyway. It's not, you know, Mormon families aren't happier than non-Mormon families. You know, it's, you guys 
you know, you got this fake Jesus, like judging you every second. I just, I, it's so stupid. And what Alicia talked to me off the ledge, like when I was dating her, she convinced me to start the relationship up back with my parents. Cause up until that point, I was just like, yep. Love you. Have a good day. Right. And just ignored them for another three months. Like, right. It was just, it was just, I just, we don't, see eye to eye we're better now we patch things up now we you know we're we're i would even call us friends now but it's like i'll never share my beliefs insights funny things memes podcasts you know anything like that with them they're, they're just different people right well i i think there's there's a lot of there's that bond that that trust that was so violated by the the whole experience right like you you go to sleep in your house and it's your parents and yeah maybe you don't get along but you don't you don't think that they're just gonna ship you off right like right you, you know you you still know even at 16 that they yeah they love me like they're they're not gonna give up on me and so i wonder if there was a little bit of that too i mean you tell me how you uh, felt. I don't know. I didn't really think about it like that, but I mean, you could be right. It's just, I'm just, yeah. Like the whole paradigm, it was just, it was all shafted. So. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. So, so, okay. So you're there for uh, how long were you there for? Six months, dude. I, I played the game, man. I got right out. Like right. when five months was when the five months was rolling around, I was like, so how am I doing? What's it all like? So I'm tossing the course and like, yeah, maybe, you know, because it was all bullshit. It was just like it was really the, my parents could have pulled me at one month or two months or three months or whatever. Right. But like they were told the program takes six months. And I told them the program saved six months and I didn't have any problems when I was over there. Mm-hmm. My camping trip, I was like, I got pranks from my uh, therapist where everyone else, like, Escalon is super cool. But anyway, like, I convinced my parents that I was done, even though there was nothing, nothing happened. I didn't get a certificate. There was no, like, climb the ladder goal progression. It was just like, stay here for six months and don't fuck up. And then you get to go home. You, which, don't, you don't get, like, a black belt in mental health. No, in fact, in fact, I tried or we tried to join the fucking Marines and the Marines disqualified me because I was at the Utah Boys Ranch. I don't know who talked to what. Some people there went to the military. Oh, I completely I, forgot I didn't, about I didn't, that. Like, you know what? You know, maybe maybe my mom got involved and thought it wasn't the best. And yeah, I do have a problem with authority. So yeah, maybe and 9-11 happened. So, yeah, maybe maybe it's not the best time to, to join them. So I just – I didn't fight it. But they were legitimately interested in us. Yeah. I don't know how you got out of it, but they came to me. They came to my work at U, at Lincoln Mercury Monster while you were in uh, class and senior. Yeah. And senior, I was working. Yeah. There, and they showed up to my work and told me I was disqualified. I was just like, holy shit. Wow, I remember that. I forgot that I forgot that you were even with me in that because we were we were going to do that together. And yeah, your parents were really concerned too. Yeah, they were, and and well, so much so that that uh, in fact, I think you being disqualified was a big 
big reason why I was like, I took their offer because they, they offered, they were like, Hey, if you don't join the Marines, we will pay for your first year of college. And I was like, Oh, okay, well, <laughs> there, there you go. Then I'll just do that and have fun at college. And then I'll join, join the Marines afterwards. And wow. so they, they bought me out of that idea. Um, Interesting. I yeah, completely I forgot because you did. Your, your parents seemed so, they were at our house at the kitchen table and your mom and dad were like the most terrified I've ever seen them. Like every word that they said was thought over and they didn't know how to approach it. But I remember it being now as, as a 35 year old man, I see that as a way more important conversation than, than it was at the time. Right. No, I totally agree. I, and I don't even remember that conversation quite honestly. I don't, I don't remember them being over there. Uh, your remember. mom was as close to your dad as possible. And they were every mental energy that they had. They were present, accounted for, and were thinking of you. It yeah. was, I, I, just, I remember that clearly. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Well, 9-11 got everyone scared. Well, so, but that was a few years earlier. I mean, and I know it was, but I guess, no, cause it was, it was the beginning of the, of the second Iraq war. Cause it was 2003, 2004. Cause that would be right. my graduation year. So it wasn't even right. 9-11. It was the actual, the, the, the war itself. Um, that, that had them all, all hot and bothered. And, you know, you and me, I mean, I was 17 invincible. Like it didn't matter. I was, I was going to go do stuff. Yeah, uh, same. And and no, I hey man, I I know they they did right by me and it ended up working out. So um, I'm glad. Yeah. So you're gone for six months. Back to the boys' ranch. You're gone for six months. You play the game. You get your you get your well your time in. You don't get a cool certificate or anything. And then what? Do your parents come down and pick you up? I don't remember. I think I no. I think I flew back. I don't I by yourself. I, I think so. I think so. Well, I remember you. And, you and I got to talk on the phone a couple times while you were down there. I do remember that because um, I just remember because I was like, "Where? What? Where are your parents?" Told me that you went to a boarding school or you know something, right? And, right. And you're like, "Well, I'm at the Utah Boys Ranch, and I'm I'm doing stuff and." Like it was, you know, very vague. It was, it was uh, this place and school, but you know, you know, it was, it was all very vague at the time. And I don't know whether that was because somebody was listening to you or, or, or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, are you, you all right? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> that's fine. That's yeah, I'm like, well, have fun. And then I know, I remember you come back and you're like, that was the most ridiculous thing ever. I actually learned more there about being a bad person than I ever would have here <laughs> because you came oh, back with more. Yeah. There were so many people that had a lot of like, I learned what was cool and I learned what was super not cool. Like, <laughs> like straight up, like obviously meth bad, but like when you see meth, you know, meth is bad. Like that right. was like, that was for sure. Uh, alcohol. It was cool. But like, I don't know. It was just kind of like a whatever drug. Mm-hmm. What I what I actually like grew an attachment to was like 
uh, psychedelics. Like, cause I th- had like these really interesting conversations and like learned like, cause it was like, I think it was like a combination of like, uh, the Bible and, um, what was that guy's name? Moses mm-hmm. and like the burning bush and like meeting God with the, through the acacia tree and DMT and then. The near, I learned like when, when you, when you born, you die or you have a near death experience, you experience uh, a blast of DMT and you smoke DMT. So that got me thinking as well. I learned about ecstasy, you know, mushrooms, dealing prices, uh, <laughs> you know, all the things you want your kid to learn at a boarding school. Right. And yeah. So it was like, okay, these are the drugs that are good. These are the drugs that are bad. These are the drugs I'm interested in. These are the drugs I want to try. Um, this is, you don't actually want to go to a rave. You want to stay down low. Like I, I I had, you know, as, as a dumbass, innocent kid that knew zero, I, and I actually found something that was actually not Jesus related and interesting to me. Yeah. I definitely cleaned on that for those six months. Like, you know, there, not every kid was like that. So I had, you know, there were certain kids that I was able to talk to about it right. and some not, but yeah, those, the, the drug is that I, you know, hung out with or tried to sit next to or have a conversation with or whatever the most. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's ideal. So you, you come home and what is, what is that like? So, okay. So Ashley's Ashley's still there, right? I think so. Time. Yeah. She, she hadn't gone to college. Well, how, how many years ahead is she, was she? She's two. Uh, yeah. So she was, she was still there. So you come back. What's that family dynamic like? It, well, Chase and Rachel, my younger siblings, they were more weirded out than anything. Like they were super excited to see me and like they wanted to spend all the time with me in the world. And right. it was so nice to like, have a a bathroom to my own and a bed to my own right and uh you know video games oh my god video games were like crack cocaine when i got back right cool thing ever you know not having to wait to speak or pray before i ate or actually had like quality meals like all that stuff was super nice so like yeah it was like camping like i came back with context and perspective in a way Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like the family stuff, I think we, we had like a family meeting that was like super awkward right. and like, yeah, we see that he's here and we just go on. And then like, yeah, within like, I don't know, maybe three, four days, it went back to normal, normal ish. Right. right. And I don't think my, I didn't, I had that the summer. I think that went over. Pretty well, and Did then you come back. You came back during the summer, right? Yeah, yeah, and then, okay. and then I went back to school junior year, and then that didn't go much better because it was you know, I was starting to fail classes again, barely passed classes, you know, smoking weed, right? I, I, I like, yeah, I start, I legitimately actually started smoking weed that year and lost my virginity to Lindsay. And yeah, it was, 
just kind of a spiral. And then I broke up with Lindsay and I started doing more partying. And right. I remember all that. Classes. And um, I think, and then I was like, it was like, I was struggling to pass classes, struggling to care. And so, yeah, within a year of me getting back to the Utah Boys Ranch, I was just like, you know what? I can go back to the Utah Boys Ranch and I can pack, I can, they have these things called packets there. So I did the last trimester of my junior year and my entire senior year in packets in three months. Okay, so that's that's how that works. It was, it was more like it was more like two and a half months or something. I, I was not there that long. Like I was back before August or whatever, and I was because I was just grinding out packets that entire time. I didn't do any. I skipped out no camping trips, no fun times. It was just like no, I'm staying here. I'm doing packets. So I was like driven. I, so I don't remember. So you went back. Yeah, by choice. By choice, yeah, because my parents are, were going to, like, kick me out of the house and all this other crap because yeah, I just – You know, it all I kind of blurred to together, quite honestly. I kind of forgot that you went – you, you, I, I guess I, I somewhat remember that now, but I, – I really wasn't there. That second – I don't even know. I, I don't even think it was three months. It was, like, two and a half months. I was just – it was, yeah, in, like, summertime because I was – it was, like, the last – maybe month or two month and a half, maybe two months of school, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just dipped. And then, mm-hmm. and then summertime started. And like, I remember hanging out with Luke and you playing. What is it? The, the softball with the, the four corner intersection hitting oh, aluminum can and, baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Like that summer, I remember doing all that crap and you guys were talking about how weird that you guys were seniors. And I was like, huh? And you had already finished, right? Right. Yeah, I was done. I so graduated. that's how that happened. Okay, because I knew, I knew that you had somehow gotten a year ahead of us, and I and I it had to do with the boys' ranch, but I couldn't remember. I, I just remember that you were done, and you were working over there at the 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 Mazda dealership during my senior year. Right. Okay. And then and then then the military thing didn't happen because like. I was, I don't know, the, the relationship between me and my parents was just kind of messed up. So I always had to like have something to do. So yeah, I was going to do the military and then that right. fell through. And then I was like, well, okay, I'll just go on a mission. And so uh, were so you, yeah, cause you were, cause you were still living there and then, but occasionally you were living out of your car. Um, or was that after? No, that, that was after the mission. Oh, that was after the mission. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because it was just like, yeah, uh, me and Sydney hit it off pretty well, and we were doing the whole Mormon thing, and I was like, legit, just gonna like Go give it the mission. good old try. Yeah. Just like let's let's check let's okay, like people say that they actually like this lifestyle. Let's like try it out. Now I went through the temple all the way through, did all the ordinances and all the weird like stuff that you watched and participated and did all the uh, handshakes and all that crap and did the Mormon training center and went to Dahlonega, Georgia for six months until I just said, man, I can't do another year and a half of this. I'm out. And yeah, the way I got out uh, was not ideal. I, (laughs) I, 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 
embarrassed me, and that was bad. I didn't need the blueprint. I should. I could just quit. I should just said I quit. Yeah. Why? But, why? Why add people? Yeah. 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 Exactly. But I was just like, I, I, I was like, before it even happened, like I was like looking at maps and how to fix my bike so that I could ride to Florida where my friend Z's mother was living in Orlando. Like I was like legit gonna just ride my bike. I was so done with the fake crap with the trying to convert, telling people what you did think, thinking that you're better than everyone. Like I was just done. I was super done. And I it was just like a week of just like how am I gonna leave this place? Right. And then there was like a state conference and then like the regional guy was in the area doing interviews. And I'm like, this is my chance. I didn't, I didn't even know what I was going to say when I got there, but I'm like, I am not getting out of this interview without quitting my fucking mission. And yeah, linking Sydney as I, Sydney and I's infidelity uh, as Mormons was definitely not the right choice, but it did get the job done. And I was happy. <laughs> was not happy. Sydney, if you're listening to this, I'm super sorry. I take it all back. But um, it got me out of there. And then, uh, yeah, it was like maybe, I think it was like right before Christmas. So it was like the most awkward Christmas ever. Because you come home and, and it's not like returning with honor or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discharge, dishonorably discharged from remission. Right. And then, yeah, I think I got kicked out by spring spring yeah. or of, the, of, of that next year okay and that was so that would have been like spring of my or no was that spring was that spring of my senior year or was that yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. right that would have been right yeah because julie i was working at quiznos and julie went to university of idaho where you were at and i knew some other kids going to wazoo and so when like the first week of, of school, I was actually, I was sleeping at Julie's new apartment dorm thing oh, until yeah. her, her dad found out about it and I got kicked out. But thank okay. you, Julie. That was cool of you. To I remember that. Well, yeah, I, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And you let me crash at your place for a couple of times. I appreciate well, that. That was, but when you did that, that was my sophomore year. When you slept in my dorm of, of college. Oh, no yeah. Uh. So there's a whole, there's a whole freshman year missing there. Well, yeah, anyway, this is about, this is about the boys ranch. So you told me that you, so you said earlier, you, you called, you called them. Why were you, why'd you call them? Uh, oh, like a couple months ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, I liked Amy. I thought she was cool. Um, I just wanted to check on her. I just wanted to tell her what I was doing. Like, Hey, I just, you know, I was just thinking about you, you know, it's been 20 years, just, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't even know if you were working there. So, but yeah, she's like the head clinician there now. And I'm just like, I just want to let you know, like, I'm a truck driver of eight years. Uh, you know, I have two kids and a wife of 15 years that had those kids and I'm doing pretty well, happy and healthy. And I just thought you were a cool person. Thank you for letting me listen to or approving uh, kid a radio head. I thought, you know, that was really cool of you and all the other stuff. I, I just thought you were cool. And she's like, she was like super thrilled to hear from me. And it was like a five minute conversation and she had to go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. 
So your second stint there, was that the same military? Or did you come in no. just as a blue yeah, shirt? I was 18. I was 18. Yeah. So it was just, I literally, it was kind of a weird situation. Like the parents or the adults didn't know how to deal with me. Right. Because I, 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 I stuck to the routine. I did the crap, but I just, I went to school breaks. I was doing uh, packets. Uh, when I got home, I was doing packets. They were doing f- field trips. I was doing packets. They were doing like extracurricular stuff. I was doing packets. Like I did have to go to church. Um, I did like have to do like the the meeting just because just to like check in. Right. It was like it was like super not formal, and it was like fine. Like I guess they were kind of worried about me because like I was about to get kicked out of the house or whatever. But it was like it wasn't it wasn't nearly as uh, as intense as the first time. Right, because you're just there all about business, just gonna get your degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, that was, the, that was that, the goal. That was it, and like I was like slightly worried too, because like yeah, I was not interested in passing high school. I was all about the crew, and like I was, I threatened some dude at high school that I was gonna like kick his ass, and like I don't even remember his fucking name, but like I think he got me fired because like come to find out he worked at Les Schwab at a different Les Schwab, and I worked at Les Schwab, and then I think he like talked some shit and got me fired there. I really don't know. Oh, and that was like the that was the same time period where you almost got in a fight with Delta. Do you remember him? Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, because I thought he took my fucking money. Yeah, but I was being racist, apparently. Yeah, Walker said he saw Delta fucking take the shit. I was like, well, what, why'd you take my shit, bro? He's like, I didn't take the shit. You're being racist. Like, I'm not being racist. I'm just relaying what someone else said. I'm sorry. But... To, to be fair, he probably did steal your shit. <laughs> I mean, Delta wasn't like a stand-up dude or anything. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. The, in any case, yeah. Uh, so, okay. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much the the boys' rent helped. Like, I have a stable family life now, but like before that, I've been I've been fired like ten times. I still don't respect authority. I'm definitely not Mormon. So I don't, I don't know. I, success or fail? I, I, I give Utah Boys Ranch two stars. <laughs> would, would kind of recommend. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you have to choose between like jail or like juvenile juvie or Utah Boys Ranch, I would, I would recommend the Boys Ranch. Well, and you got a high school degree out of it. I mean, there was a really good chance there for a while that you weren't going to even get a high school degree, right? Yeah, I, I legit did not care. I just, I yeah. just didn't care. It's just like, what's, what's the, everything's a lie. Everything, everyone's type A. Somehow I'm not type A. I don't care. Like this is everything is dumb. Yeah, I'm social and I'd rather play video games because what's the point? I don't want to play all these stupid games. Well, and, and is I that and the cool today? Yeah, I, I'm a truck driver. I don't want to socialize. I hate people. Right. And so, yeah, and I wonder if the high school thing. I mean, is that as a real like say say revisionist history or 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 change the history? You don't go to the boys' ranch. Do you think you still have that issue graduating high school or do you, or do you just, do you just eke, eke it out, you know, yeah. get, get season B's D's and, yeah. and pass. Yeah. The bare minimum. Yeah, for sure. But you think you pass. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, still party on the weekends, whatever. I mean, we all did it. 
right? But but you still think at the end of the day you're walking down that aisle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's so so ultimately the whole distortion in your life or the whole the whole it all comes from being woken up at four in the morning and told, Hey, go with these student muscle bound dudes to Utah boys ranch. Yeah. And it, you know, I have a unique story for, it's not a, like, you know, I didn't go across the world or anything like that, but it, it's a unique life. It's a unique story. And it made me who I was at least in some regards definitely taught me that I didn't want to be Mormon anymore. And I don't really, I mean, it was dumb. I wouldn't do it again, but now that it happened, it's part of me, you know? Right. Right. And what, what, what kind of conversation if any, have you ever had with your parents about it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about it. It was more just like they were shook. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to handle it. Um, and they just felt compelled to do the right thing. Maybe they got sold on a bag of goods and they shouldn't have, you know, spent my college money on that. But at the time they felt helpless and they loved me and they wanted to do something for me and that, that how they process is how they process it. And did they ever, did they ever tell you what the tipping point was? Um, probably, or maybe not. I mean, our, there was like, there was just a lot of days where I was just in my room, like, and it, it wasn't just in my room ignoring. It was like in my room, angry with my family. I was just like, you're, you're just dumb. Like, yeah, you know, it was, and it was just parents. Like all my siblings were cool. I like, you know, they were all pretty. You always had a, you, you always had a good relationship with your siblings. That no, was they're, never. They're, they're fun, man. They're, yeah, they're that was never that was never part of the issue. Um, yeah, no, I, it's always it was always it was always your mom and dad. Yeah, well, and, and it's just like my mom's family, like they weren't Mormon, but I guess they're still religious, so maybe it doesn't matter. But I was just like, why? Why did you convert to Mormonism? Like when you're 19, like that doesn't. Why would you limit yourself? Like that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know, but and and you had those questions at sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Like why? Yeah, all, that's what my whole life was: go to church or get in trouble. Like that was it. Believe or or you know, conform or or pay the consequences. You know, that's interesting. It was I mean that that was what they we were all going to go to the celestial kingdom together, skipping hands. You know, it's like okay, like. You know, that's what you want. Yeah. I'm so, living, breathing over here. That's interesting because it was always an, an option for me. Not, not the option, an option, right? I was jealous of that. Yeah. I was like, why, why are your parents understanding? Like, <laughs> why, why are they letting you do? Like, why is it not like of the most importance to you? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, probably because they had similar experiences with the church, you know. I think there's a little, there's, there's a little bit. As soon as you get a little bit disillusioned, you're, you're more willing to accept other, other uh, viewpoints as far as, yeah. as yeah. far as how the church works. And I don't even know the whole story on that with my parents. Interesting. Uh, so I mean, I just know that there was, there is disillusionment there, and 
And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll go to church with you. If you want to go to church, you can, we'll go. Yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. Um, you know, for whatever reason, my dad never took the sacrament because for whatever happened, I don't, I don't know what it was. I, I just, he just never did. And, sure. and we'd go and then we'd go a couple, couple weeks and, and then we wouldn't. And then I'd kind of get interested. Cool. Cause, cause you were in the church. And so like a lot of our friends were in the church and then yeah, a lot of cool kids in the church. What's that? Oh yeah, there, absolutely. There a lot of absolutely. Cool kids absolutely. And, and uh, a lot of the girls I liked were in the church. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, Oh, well I want to be a part of this. Um, so yeah, motivating factors for a 16 year old or, a, or, you know, even, even sooner than that, you know, 13, yeah. 13 14 year old. <laughs> hey, they were cute. I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. It all stems down to the, uh, the theology for, for you as far as growing up. Cause I always thought, oh, you know, Kelly's got the perfect family. I, you know, I, why, why is he so upset? You know, um, why, why is he so mad at his parents? Because I, I, I always liked your parents, right? I always got along sure, with them. They're nice and, people. And, and we, made, and we made, made fun of your dad for the, the, oh, let's hit it, you know, this, that, and the other. <laughs> but, right? But, yeah. but I was always like, I was always like, oh, look, you know, look at Kelly's parents. You know, they got, he's got a boat and he's got, a, you know, he's got these nice cars and we go on these vacations and, and we go to Lake, uh, uh, Banks Lake. And, and, you know, I'm like, oh, this is it's awesome. Like, why is Kelly so upset? Like, this is great. He got a PlayStation. He got, you know, I mean, he's got uh, all this stuff, right? You know, I'm, oh, I'm snowboarding, looking. wakeboarding, tubing, all that stuff. Go-karts. Oh, right. dude, I had a silver fucking spoon. Yeah. And that was me looking from the outside looking in, right? Um, and, and I'm like, well, why is, he, why is he so upset? But I loved you and I, I get it. Like, at the time I got it, I was like, oh, okay, you know, he's he doesn't get along with his parents. It is, you know, and then my mom's like, Oh, get him a dog. <laughs> yeah. That would have been sweet. Uh, and it was kind of insult to injury when like the second you moved out or like, right as you're moving out, they get uh Shelby. Oh yeah. yeah right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Which I always thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Whatever, I guess. That's um, interesting, man. Yeah, I always clung to like, you know, my friend's parents too cuz I I just wanted to understand what other adults were thinking and it definitely helped kind of justify my thinking in in some regards. Yeah. Like responsibility was never off the table, but just like the control or uh insecurities or uh, you know, the dogmas like that, that was where I could kind of thread the needle and kind of understand like, how do you like, cause I always, I, as a Mormon, I wanted to be a good human. Like I wanted to like, you know, I, I, I agreed with the fact that we're, that you want to bring good into the world, but like, why is Jesus crying? If I masturbate, like that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, especially when Dr. Drew on love line says it's okay. Dude, I fell asleep to Loveland every night, bro. Me too. Was like, it was like a reach to the outside world for him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no, that was that was uh, yeah, that was that was my radio show. I listened to it every night. Um, yeah, 
That's fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it is what it is. And it's like, and, and as I'm older now, like that's just Mormonism. Like it, I don't even know if you can call it religiosity. Cause it's like everyone puts blinders on for something especially now with this whole woke movement and the, the crazy progressives, the woke left or like the scientists like believing and can only solve the world through science or, you know, all these other obsessions, you know, it's like, you know, right wing guns or, you know, whatever it is, it's like people, it's like there, or even atheism is like a freaking religion. Yeah. Everyone everything, gets, everything is be- everything is becoming a religion so what whatever whatever it is that you're into is becoming a religion so your beliefs are dogma right you're, so it's like mormonism is just as bad as atheism like there's no it's like a it's like a human syndrome almost. oh totally no it's because it's because we as 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 humans you reach for a higher power right you reach for something to govern your life and and take some of the uh I guess take some of the onus off of you and it makes something else make decisions for you. And it's just natural for humans to do that. I um, think so. And it sucks because it, it puts people in a bind. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, like, I, I don't know. So I'm just going to do what this person might think I should do at this time. Right. No, I totally agree. And the nice thing is not everybody's like that, but, but that's what we get fed. It's right. a, it, it feels like a majority or like, pe- or, or, or maybe, and maybe it is a majority because when you're with these people, they act like they're not those people, but then when it actually comes down to a decision-making, they are those people. And so yeah. it's like, that's true. Figuring out who these people, who the actual cool people are, is hard, man. Like I, I have the same friends from high school. Because I just, I don't trust anyone else. Like these people I know are qualified. I'm over all that. Well, the Utah Boys Ranch. <laughs> yeah, it was an experience. Um, if you're I can't believe it still exists about it, I'm sorry that you're Mormon, and yeah, send them there and the, you know, believe the lies and that your kids fucked either way. So good luck to you. Hey, there might be a captain of industry that came out of there. You don't know. I mean, maybe Elon, maybe Elon Musk went to the Utah boys. Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he did. And then, <laughs> and then he didn't have any college money. And so he ended up selling drugs and he's in prison now, you know, yeah. oh, uh that's that's uh it, it's fun to delve into that stuff because it's because <laughs> it's it's so obviously it, and there's stuff that you bring up that i don't remember and there's there's stuff that i bring up that you don't remember because we see yeah. we see stuff from different perspectives and then we we log stuff in our brains as oh this is important versus oh that's not important right like i'm sure that conversation at that kitchen table like was very important and obviously it resonated with you for some reason yeah, and oh, that for, was a turning point. Yeah, for whatever reason, it did not resonate with me because I don't remember that happening. Um, wow, which is crazy, right? Because it was such a it was such a seminal moment for you. Like, oh, this is what a pair of parents that are really really dedicated to their kid look like, and yeah. and I don't remember that because well, and and I'll I'll be the first to admit I was kind of a I was kind of an asshole. I was so out outside of oh, probably I why we're just, friends, bro. 
Well, and I, I was like, you know, I love my parents, but I was like, I was so, I want to get away from them. I want to do other things. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I hurt my mom's feelings on a regular basis because I didn't want her involved in whatever I was doing. Right. Like I go to prom and I don't give a shit whether she's, she's getting photos of me in my prom date. Right. Like, like especially as an only kid where you don't see parental behavior with other children because you're the only one. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't put that together and it really hurt her feelings at the time. And no, like, how are you supposed to know that? Yeah. I didn't know it was important. Cause I'm like, Oh no, this is, this is my thing. This isn't your thing. Like, I don't understand why you even give a shit about my problem. (laughs) Right. Like it didn't make sense to me. And then, you know, now as a parent, obviously it it totally makes sense to me. Um, I was at prom. You remember that? I didn't even go senior year and I was there at prom. I do remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> we, went, we went over to um, whose house? Jacqueline's house. Afterwards, I don't. Did you? Did you go to that after party? Oh, that's over there, like by Shelton or whatever, right? No, it was off of Cooper Point. If I remember right, I think mm-hmm. it was off of Cooper Point. I don't remember then. Yeah, I can't remember either. I, I, think, remember. I think you may may have split up because I remember going somewhere different. Oh, there were plenty of after parties. Yeah, I want to say there was like some chick named Nicole, and she had like a big ass Saint Bernard, and they were it was over by that Shelton Drive-in theater spot. Yeah, I, don't I didn't. I didn't end up over there, but I do. I do know who you're talking about. I do. I do know that Nicole you were talking about. And I you do like Mormon, but almost. <laughs> yes. No, I totally, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't end up over there, but um, yeah, man. What do you think? Yeah. An hour, hour 13? Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's like bullshitting with you, man. I, I didn't know what to expect, but uh, yeah, this worked out pretty good. Oh, I had questions and, and it's, it's nice to kind of, even 20 years later, I'm sure we're so muddy on our, on our recollections, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some of this is, that's wrong, but yeah. Well, yeah. And I wrote this like huge email I was going to send to you that I never did, uh, and I'm sure there's stuff on there that I touched on and totally forgot about it. But whatever, I, I had fun. I think we hit the right things. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> well, I love you. I'm glad that the Utah Boys Ranch didn't destroy you. Yeah, I love you too, man, and uh, it did not destroy me, and uh, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Of course, man. And I finally got you on the podcast, bitch. I'm here. (laughs) Hey, uh, MLB The Show is freaking cross-play, man, so you can play next-gen on on your PS5, or you can just get, I don't know if you still have Game Pass, but we could uh, hit baseballs. I should I should actually download that. I just watched the Mariners win today, and it was phenomenal. They won again. That's they beat, crazy. They beat the Red Sox. They came back from zero uh, two, and they came back in the uh, in the top of the tenth. Holy crap! And because they because they tied, and then they went into extra innings, and they fucking smashed the Red Sox. Wow, that's it like come back like six or something like it that. It was legit um they are a very scrappy team i don't know if they're if they're good enough for the long haul but they are scrappy 
They're scrappier yeah. than uh, that fake fifteen and one start that they had a couple years ago. Yeah, no, they are, and they're they're more talented than they were then too. Yeah, so, and they still got more players coming in. Yes. That Logan Logan pitcher is going to be good. Uh, yep. Kelly's going to be good. The the Julio Rodriguez is going to be good. Yes, they have talent. Man. Well, and they still have Kyle Lewis, who was the rookie of the year last year. Like, back I mean, they, yeah, he's back. He was back this game. I don't know if he's he had been back before. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. They have the talent. They have the talent that could get better and better. You know, they might make the playoffs this year and then they make a run next year. Um, or they might get hot and make a run this year. Yeah, I think I think they'll get to the wild card this year. I think they have the they have, they have the opportunity. That they was my, that was one of my predictions uh earlier this year. And they have the talent. Um and their bullpen's been pitching like amazingly. Um yeah, they have, in what, six years, seven yeah. years? Yeah. Um, oh shit! What was the guy's name? Uh, Haverman or Hever? God dang it! I just I, I didn't know much about him. I just watched him today, and he's he's throwing ninety eight miles an hour um, out of the out of the bullpen, and it, he's straight up scaring dudes because he's throwing them high and tight, and he's yeah he he was pretty impressive. Not as scary as Diaz though. I I hated when he left. Oh, I did too, but he wasn't, he, you know, they weren't in a position to keep him at the time. I mean, he was, yeah. So, but this, this whole crew is, is very impressive. Dunn today embarrassed. He's our starting pitcher today, Justin Dunn. He embarrassed the last, uh, like two or three hitters. And I know it was the last two in the second inning. He just straight up. I mean, he made them look like little leaguers. It was awesome. Yeah, I like Rock and Salk uh, talking about him. Oh yeah, he's he's got stuff. He's he's got the stuff, and he's throwing like ninety four, ninety five, and he's got great control, and he's got a lot of movement on his fastball. Is it 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 was fun to watch. This is the first game I watched all year because I don't get I don't have cable, so I don't have Root Sports, which is the dumbest sport. Like, who, who <laughs> you has... got to get him because the the fucking Kraken is on Root Sports. <sighs> I know. Who has a basically committed for life? Who has root sports? Like no <laughs> one should have cable anymore. Cable is Bro, the dumbest. Cable and the only thing I use it for is Seahawks games. It's it's insane that that root sports is even a thing. Like it, it yeah, whatever. So all hey, right. On That's cool. Yeah. 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 All right, bro. All right. Hey, it's appreciate been, you, man. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll get this published, and uh, it'll be out tonight. Awesome. Love you, Ben. Hey, love you, too. Talk to you later. See ya. All right.